So when I started recording this episode, it became pretty clear that I had much more to say about this than I had anticipated, and so I went ahead and divided it into two parts. And so you're going to listen to this first part where I'm giving a lot of um, advice just about the first year in general, and then I dig into some specifics for um, tips to help you be able to get back into work if that's something that you want to do soon into that first year and then the part two picks up where I leave off talking about um, managing relationships with family members friends and then also just what it looks like to be productive in the different uh, seasons of that first year so I do give a disclaimer in this one in the beginning that it may be a little bit explicit but that actually doesn't come until part two so this one is pg and um you can disregard that little disclaimer there i'm excited for you to listen in and i hope that this blesses you and helps you Welcome to the Will Done Way podcast. I'm Devon A, strategic designer, system streamliner, and your host and hype woman here to ask the questions and share the stories and strategies that will help you step into and stay in the purposeful life and prosperous business you and I both know is yours to have. You're in the right place if you're trying to clarify how you can steward your life and business joyfully and with excellence, and you're ready to commit to taking your next step in purpose, on purpose. You'll also learn how to leverage online tools and platforms to multiply your impact and income online, even if you don't consider yourself tech savvy. At the end of the day, all it takes is some clarity, a lot of focus, a few resources, and the willingness to keep taking steps in faith. This is going to be a good episode. Let's get into it. One of the things I remember Googling over and over was how can I be productive and manage my time and my energy well with a new baby? And I remember just feeling so lost on what to do and not being able to really find any advice or guidance that really felt helpful. And so my hope is that in sharing this, some other woman, whether she's working or has her own business, or even if she's taking time off of work completely and is a new mom with a new baby, feeling like, what in the world? How am I supposed to do all the things? Hopefully this helps her figure it out for herself. So I'm going to be sharing things based off of my experience and the first year as a mom for the first time so just for context I was 26 27 when I birthed my son last year I was married to my husband at that point for four years and this was our first child and so if your life has some different circumstances some of the things that I share may not feel super relevant or applicable but I do think a good chunk of it may still be helpful things to consider moving forward to just help you steward your time well and I am going to be focusing on talking to mama in this episode but again even if you aren't mom I still think there'll be some good things that you can learn and take away from 
this. Strengthening our discernment muscle and our ability to filter and apply advice in a way that is best for us and our people is key to navigating that first year of motherhood and to life in general. So I trust that wherever you are in life, you'll be able to take the things that I share, filter out what is useful, what is helpful, and apply that to your life. Also, just a heads up, I am going to talk a little bit about intimacy and in a way that could maybe be considered explicit. So if you want to grab your headphones, feel free to go ahead and do that. My ultimate goal is just to share things that I think will help you take care of yourself, your body, your mind, your time, your home, and the people within it, and your relationships in that first year of motherhood. So let's dig in. How can you be productive and steward all the things well in the first year? Okay, I want to give you some big picture advice and then focus in on some specific aspects like working, stewarding your relationship with your partner, taking care of yourself, your home, your friends, family, those kind of things and then I will dig into how can you be productive in those first few weeks in those first few months in those next few months and in those last few months of the first year all right so how can you be productive and steward all the things well in the first year let's take it from a big picture so first if you haven't already realized this or felt this be prepared to feel and honor your boundaries more than you ever have before. If you are someone who is really ambitious or just really enjoys being able to do a lot and connect a lot, like maybe if you are extroverted or you're really creative and you just like to 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 do things, like you get ideas and you just want to act on them, even if that means sometimes that you maybe push yourself a little farther, you are entering into a season where you can still try to push yourself and do all of the things, but you will feel it more than you probably ever have before. Whereas before, when you approached the limits of maybe your energy or your time or, you know, your physical strength, you know, you felt it, but you were still able to push through, you may realize that you feel those limits in such a more visceral way that it is really, really difficult to push past them. And I would invite you to consider that this is an opportunity to learn how to honor your boundaries and that it's going to ultimately help you be a better version of yourself when you do so. Having a child and Taking care of that child, even if you have all of the help, it is still going to require a lot of you in terms of your time, your energy, your physical strength, and pushing yourself past your limits has an impact that is much more tangible, not only to you, but also to your child. And if there are other people within your home, they will be able to feel it as well. And so I would really invite you to see this season of your life as an opportunity to honor your boundaries and to shift from pushing for more to enjoying what is this first year there is so much good stuff but if you don't make the mental adjustment from 
you know, wanting to get to the good things just beyond your reach to really enjoying all of the things that are within your reach, I think that you will have a harder time moving through this first year. So that is my first encouragement is to really honor your boundaries and to shift into enjoying what is and letting all of the could be's and the might be's that you may get to in another season, take your focus off of those things entirely. Just enjoy what is and especially in this first half of your first year and I'll get into that more later but for now to stay on this big picture words of advice the other thing I would want to say is to get ready to flex your discernment muscle more than you ever have before you are going to shift from making decisions for yourself to making decisions for yourself and another human. And you probably will even start to feel this in pregnancy. I know I definitely did. Even while your baby is still in your womb, there are so many more decisions that you are making about how you're going to navigate through life with this baby. So it's really important for you to get really comfortable and really good at discerning what is is beneficial for you, what is beneficial for your child, and moving forward with that. The thing about motherhood is it's something that so many people have experienced, you know, since it's so timeless and universal, but at the same time, it is something that is so unique to your child that it's 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 easy to look externally and totally natural of course and I think that it's helpful even to look for advice and information to help you move through this new season of motherhood and even of pregnancy you know each week there was some new thing going on that I was like what is this and I would go down the path of googling all the things and of course people are going to come to you with all kinds of advice and it's just so important that you really get good at like I said earlier, filtering and applying advice in a way that is helpful for you. And one piece of advice that I would also give here with this learning how to really flex and use your discernment muscle is also realizing how much information you need and stopping once you get to that point. Because it's not just what information, but it's also how much information you're exposing yourself to. And I think we all have different limits about, you know, how much is too much, but it is important for you to know what is too much and stopping at that point so stopping yourself and also communicating to other people that you don't want any more information and you will let them know if you have questions or something that they can potentially help you with or give you their input on so that's that really flexing your discernment muscle is so so important you have so many decisions that you need to make it's important more now than ever that you get really good at trusting yourself knowing what you need knowing where to go for what you need and applying that in a way that is truly helpful for you and for your child since you are going to be the one that makes a lot of decisions for them you know from pregnancy into well into this first year in you know connection with your partner of course as well the next thing is to get good at elastic routines and so when I say elastic routines well first for the routines part if you are someone who does not really enjoy routines if you are someone who gets maybe really bored with doing the same things over and over or you like to be really spontaneous and just do things spur of the moment and act on inspiration that is a beautiful way to be and there is definitely room for you to do that but I do think it will be helpful for for you to begin to get comfortable 
with routines and you probably already are you just maybe don't even realize it your routines may be a lot looser than what most people would consider a routine but it's still routine in that it helps you kind of structure your time your day your week whatever this routine thing is going to be really important for you and even more so for your child because especially in this first year that's all I can speak to my son's only one year old but I've heard (laughs) that routines are important throughout childhood But definitely I can say in this first year, and I think people would agree with me, that routines are important for your baby. And when I say elastic, I think that's important because there is so much change that happens. And when you go through pregnancy, you'll start to really feel this, you know, just from one week to the next. It's like a totally different ballgame in terms of what you're experiencing and what your needs are and what's happening with your baby. So, you know, once they are out into the world and they are growing as a little one, there's so much change that happens in this first year that even though it's important to have those routines you just have to know that they are going to be elastic they are going to shift they're going to expand they are going to evolve maybe even rapidly through those first few weeks and months of this first year and to just be okay with both having routines and adjusting your routines as the needs of you and your baby evolve which they inevitably will the next thing is to keep things as simple as possible because motherhood is something that so many people have experienced and gone through and it can seem kind of common still it is a really big transition you are essentially like relearning how to live (laughs) your baby is learning how to live and there's so much learning that happens i think the more simple that you can keep things the easier it will be for you to help yourself and your baby grow and learn and you know walk through this new way of being together you always want to be asking yourself how can I make this easier how can I make this more enjoyable and this may seem obvious but as you are planning it can be really easy to make these elaborate plans but really simpler is better and sometimes simple isn't exciting to plan for but it is so much more likely to happen and it's so much more likely for you to be able to actually do anything that you want to do if you really want to do it you want to make it as simple for yourself as possible because this first year is just it's not the time for complexity like we want to minimize complexity we want to minimize confusion we want things to be as simple and as easy and as enjoyable as possible and when we're planning it can be kind of easy to forget that and to just start incorporating all these things but really you want to keep things as simple as possible and then along with that you also want to enlist as much support as is helpful and as is possible remember that help is only good when it's actually helpful the next thing is to just remember that you and that baby were made for each other you are its mother for a reason it is your child for a reason the two of you are going to spend the rest of your lives teaching and refining and supporting each other and also remember that god loves you and your baby so 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 much things may not go according to your plan but remember that God has got both you and your baby and he is ultimately taking care of you both so really lean into that and trust that 
Understand that part of your role in this season is to support your baby's growth and development. So having kind of a big picture understanding of what your child may be going through over the first year and in each different phase can help you be more effective in supporting them in that way. So if you don't have a lot of exposure to babies, it could be really beneficial for you to get some one-on-one interaction with the baby if possible and to educate yourself on babies development in that first year so that you have an understanding of kind of what they're going through and then you can also know from that how you can best support your child specifically. And then The last thing is to make time. And I talk about this in my first episode. So spoiler, if you haven't heard of that, one of the things that I think is critical for navigating any transition of life well is counseling. And specifically with entering this season of motherhood with a new baby, I think that if you are not already involved in counseling or therapy of some sort, please, please, even if you feel completely healthy and happy and whole, make time for counseling or therapy because there are just so many feelings and thoughts that come up with this shift. It is going to be so helpful for you if you have a place to go outside of your partner or outside of your doctor even to just address those feelings and those thoughts and help you move through this transition more easily. It is an investment that I think is 100% worth it. And if for some reason you are listening to this because you just, you know, you like to listen to me, (laughs) but you are not a new mom and you know someone that is, and you're wondering like, what can I gift her? This is something that no one came to me with this, but if they had, I think I may have looked at them a little funny, no lie. Like, why are you recommending this? But then I would have been so grateful for it. I would recommend asking if there is a way that you could maybe help them with that investment, whether that means gifting them, you know, the actual the finances to be able to afford it or the time by, you know, helping out with childcare so that they can step away and do that, I think would be so, so helpful. Such a wonderful gift to give. But again, you know, don't take it personal if they look at you a little sideways when you offer because it isn't something that we talk about and there may be some feelings about it and, you know, why you're recommending it or why you're suggesting it. But just keep that door open and they may come back to you or you may want to bring it up again as it gets closer to that time and they may take you up on it and find that it's really, really helpful. Okay, so let's talk about some things, some tips if you want to or need to get back to work in some capacity within the first year. Just some big picture things that can help you make that transition more smoothly. So the first thing I would say is to consider pumping. Most babies are on a two to three hour eating cycle, sometimes even more if they're cluster feeding or when they're in those first few weeks when their tummies are really, really tiny. And so if you are wanting to or needing to go back to work, pumping will help extend that time between when the baby needs to be in your arms by allowing someone else to be able to feed them when they are hungry again in that next two or three hours. And of course, this is something that you want to talk with your doctor about, but if you do need to work, I would recommend considering pumping just to give yourself more time between when the baby needs to be in your arms on your boob. Uh, The next thing would be to enlist support. And I mean, with 
baby, but also with work. So again, even if you work from home, I think it's still helpful to have someone else to help with the baby, even if it's just in another room so that you are able to focus on work. And then with work, it's going to be important for you to have support because you are going to need to ease back into it in some capacity. And so having some help with work will help make that ease easier for you. And speaking of that ease, before you are taking the time off to be with your baby, however much time that is, you want to do things to kind of set yourself up to be able to ease back into work so that when you are able to come back, you're not coming back to like a full plate or a ton of things that urgently need your attention. So do as much as you can in advance, you know, maybe take some things off your plate if you have other team members or um, if you can outsource some things you know start to set that up so that those things can be taken care of while you're away and then once you come back you have the option to start to take them back or to allow it to continue to be outsourced so there's less that you have to immediately address and then you can ease back into work you do want to give yourself time to ease into it so Whatever that means for you and your business, just know that your capacity will have changed after having that baby. No matter how you had that baby, there's still a shift that happens in your body. There's still going to be some impact in terms of your body's capacity and you will just need more breaks. You will need more rest. Like You will need time to build back up to what you were able to do before that. And you want to give yourself time to recalibrate and readjust and do make that adjustment. And so whatever way that you can give yourself that space to make that adjustment, please, please do set yourself up for success to ease back into work. And it will be a lot easier for you to go back to work and have it actually be something that is like enjoyable and that you're able to do effectively. Um, Along with that, I think the next thing would be to establish a sleep routine as early as possible. And I think pumping can definitely help, but just know that your sleeping routine is going to change over that first year just because babies have all kinds of sleep regressions and things that they go through that will, of course, impact how much sleep you're able to get. And of course, you're going to have to follow your baby's lead in some way on this, but you also can help them and you can talk with your doctor about what that would look like, but you want to help them get into a good healthy sleep routine and the sooner you're both able to get a good night's sleep the easier it's going to be for you to show up how you want to and how you need to at work and then the last thing I will say I said it earlier but I will say it again now because I think it's just that important please make time for counseling it is going to help you show up better in all of the places at home at work when you're by yourself everywhere our culture our society your own family probably has so many things that they put on you about working and motherhood and you're going to need time to unpack that so that you can move forward and be the mom that you want to be the wife you want to be the employee or the boss that you want to be like you just you need that time to address all the emotions and the thoughts that come up around this and yeah make time for counseling it is going to be again a hundred percent worth the time and the financial investment that you make 
you're part of the Will Done community, you've got all the goods from this episode already in your inbox, so go dig in. If you aren't yet, click the link in the description to join. You don't have to pay a thing and you can unsubscribe at any time, though I doubt you're going to want to. And once you're part of the community, you'll get access to bonus resources and the opportunity to take the conversation deeper. The best part of this for me is getting to hear from you. I read and follow up to every response, and sometimes I even do a bonus episode inspired by your responses that I only share with the community. It goes down in the email, and if you like this, you're going to love it. So click the link in the description to join. You can also get the prompts and highlights from this episode to save and share and links to any resources I mentioned in the show notes, which are also linked in the description. Lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe so you're notified when new episodes are released. While you're there, take a moment to leave a rating and review. Let me know what you enjoy about this show. It helps me know what to keep doing and it helps others who find the show know what they can look forward to. And every month I choose one reviewer whose words really blessed me and send them a gift and you could be next. Thanks so much for listening and remember, you've been entrusted with good stuff and there's more where that came from. You know what to do and you know God's got you, so get to it. You've got this.